And today we're going to start a series on repentance. And this is such an important subject in God's Word that I want to go ahead and read some scripture. First of all, from the book of Jeremiah, chapter 18, and verses 7 through 13. Now, look it up in your Bible. Uh, That's the reason that I'm giving you these scriptures is so you don't think that we just came up with this out of the air. And actually, I'm going to be reading from the New English translation. And I really trust that this will be a blessing to you. Jeremiah chapter 18, verses 7 through 13. Now, there are times when I, and, you know, I here is God. God is speaking. And he says, there are times when I, God, threaten to uproot, tear down, and destroy a nation or kingdom. Now, just listen closely to what it's being said. Because he says that God will threaten at times to uproot, tear down, and destroy a nation or kingdom. And we have evidence of this in the in the biblical text, and I'll get to it in a minute, but I wanted you to to listen to some of the things that it says here. And again, I'm reading from the New English Translation, and it says, But if that nation I threatened stops doing wrong, I will cancel the destruction I intended to do to it. And there are times when I promise to build up and establish a nation or kingdom. If that nation does what displeases me and does not obey me, then I will cancel the good I promised to do to it. So now the Lord says, I am preparing to bring disaster on you. I am making plans to punish you. So every one of you, stop the evil things that you've been doing. Correct the way you have been living and do what is right. But they just kept saying, we don't care (laughs) what you say. Listen to it. And I'm laughing because this sounds so much like what's going on in our nation, in in all over the world today. Uh, People could care less about God, about the things of God. Uh, We don't care what God says. We don't care what the Bible says. And notice what it says here. God says, correct the way you have been living and do what is right. But they just kept saying, we do not care what you say. We will do whatever we want to do. We will continue to behave wickedly and stubbornly. Did you hear that? We don't care what you say. We will do whatever we want to do. And we will continue to behave wickedly and stubbornly. Now, folks, I don't know about you, but I've, I've been seeing a lot of this in our country and even in churches. I, I've been seeing it on social media. People that just say, I don't care what the Bible says. I don't care what God says. I don't care what's right. I'm going to do whatever I feel like doing. I'm going to do it because I want to do it. And I'm just going to keep practicing my wicked ways because I don't care what anybody says about it. Well, God says that when a nation gets to that place where they begin to operate this way and continue to do this over and over again, and they do it for, I don't know, for however long God deems that enough is enough, then he says, I'm going to uproot. I threaten to uproot, to tear down and destroy a nation or kingdom. But now, here's the good news. The good news is God says now, that nation that I threatened, if they stop doing what's wrong, he says, I will cancel the destruction I intended to do to it. He says, 
And there are times when I promise to build up and establish a nation or kingdom. And we've seen that in the United States. We've seen how God promised our founding fathers. They received the promise from God for this nation to be built up, one nation under God. But now, my question to you is, where is our nation today? Has God changed? No. He's Jehovah and does not change his morality, his principles, or his commandments to appease or accommodate anybody. Malachi chapter uh, 3 and verse 6, he says, I am Jehovah and I change not. So where is our nation in this equation according to the prophet Jeremiah? On what side of God does America live right now? Who and what are our leaders accepting and agreeing with? Our leaders, government, and a large portion of our population agreeing with God and his covenant? Or are they embracing sin and darkness? That's the question. What hope is there for an increasingly anti-God nation? According to this scripture in the book of Jeremiah chapter 8, 18, verses 7 through 13, there is none. There is no hope for a nation that's anti-God. Unless... Repentance comes powerfully and gloriously. And I believe it can and will. And I say may prayers never stop for a repentance revival in America. That's where it has to start. People need to begin to repent of their evil ways, of, of following after darkness, of their uh, ungodly behaviors that are contrary to the scripture. And you say, what kind of ungodly behaviors? Well, we could go through a huge list. Everything from adultery to fornication to homosexuality to perversion to all kinds of things. Uh, lesbianism uh, to the murder of the innocent unborn abortion. And all the things that go along with it. The violence, the murders, the idolatry. All of those things are perversions and evils that God sits in heaven and judges concerning them. And he said, now, if a nation keeps going down that path, they will be destroyed. He says, but if they repent, I'll cancel the destruction. I didn't say that. God said that out of his own mouth. And we have evidence of this in the scripture. And this is what we're going to get into on the next teaching. We're going to get into more uh, detail on this. But if you want a clear, vivid example, uh, there's a number of them in the Bible. A number of them. Uh, we could start with Sodom and Gomorrah. They didn't repent. They got destroyed. And we don't know how long that went. We do know that Lot lived there for quite a while uh, before destruction came. And it's <laughs> very possible that Lot kept telling them, listen, you people got to repent because it says that they vexed his righteous soul in the book of Second Peter or First Peter, one of the two. It talks about that. So it's very possible that he gave them warnings and they didn't listen to the warnings and they refused to repent and they were destroyed. And the same thing happened with the city of Nineveh in the book of Jonah. And we're going to come back and talk about Nineveh because it's a powerful story that happened in the book of Jonah. This was a wicked, wicked city, but they repented. And God canceled the destruction he had intended for them. And, you know, I just need to tell you, we need a radical revolution of repentance in America. 
Repentance and coming back to God. Repentance and coming to the Lord Jesus Christ. Turning away from evil and begin to doing what the Bible says is good and right according to the covenant. And we're going to come back and do that. Get a copy of my book, A Call to Return. That's the name of it. A Call to Return, Restoring the Roots of Our Relationship with Jesus. The central theme of this book is repentance on many levels. And you need to study it. You need to see what the Word says about it. And you need to put it into practice. There's a lot of meat in this book. It's not for you to sit down and read and in uh, two hours you're done. No, it's a book with a lot of detail, a lot of footnotes, a lot of scripture. And it's going to keep you studying. Some people have already told me. They said, you know what you should do with that book? What it should become? It should become a staple in, in Sunday schools around the country where people get this book and begin studying it for a whole year or two years. And they study these scriptures and they study the references and they get it into their hearts because judgment starts with the household of God, the scripture says. And we need to put the word into practice. We need to repent and come back to God and come back into a relationship with Jesus, a real strong, powerful relationship. That's what's going to have to happen for revival to break out. And I'll come back with some more teaching from God's word. Amen. Glory to God.